What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the ATX Model Podcast. I appreciate you stopping by and checking out what we have to share. This episode was recorded back in December of 2020. Uh, I sat down with Matt, the front man of Dead Mouth, kind of the brainchild, and just talked about, you know, his process and, and how Dead Mouth came to be. And for those that don't know, Matt used to be in a band called Taking on Poseidon, and that's where I met him, or I guess that's when I met him is when he was in that band uh, back in the day at Dirty Dog on 6th Street in Austin, Texas. And he's been a homie ever since. He has a lot of hustle. He's raw uh, with his emotions and his and his feelings. <laughs> and for those that know Matt, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but he's a good dude. He's just a hustler, and he loves music, and they've got some new music that's out now. Uh, when this was recorded, the the music was not out as of late, but you can go check it out. That's Dead Mouth, D-E-A-D-M-O-U-T-H, all one word. Um, so go check them out. Hit them up on all their socials. Give them the follows. Give them the likes. Let them know that you're jamming their music because I don't think that you'll be disappointed. I love it. It's heavy. It's crazy. They've got some really talented guys uh, in the band now. So I'm really excited to see what Dead Mouth is going to do in the future. And on that note, speaking of future, the number one sponsor of this podcast is Come and Take It Live and Come and Take It Productions. Shout out to those to those sponsors. They've been hanging with us for a long time. We recently just live streamed our first show as of late uh, this past weekend. Uh, what is this weekend? January? Middle of January? I don't even know what date it is. January 16th, uh, we live-streamed a black black metal show from Come and Take It Live. Uh, if you want your stuff live-streamed, hit us up. We do have the capabilities. We're still trying to work out the price point to where it doesn't break the bank, but it doesn't, you know, break our bank either. <laughs> but we want to make sure that we're able to provide live-streamed content for those that can't make it or don't want to risk it, uh, which, again, we respect everybody's uh, wishes and desires on how to attend a show. We just want to make sure that every option is available. So that's why we have teamed up with Come and Take It this year to be uh, their their live streaming gurus. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying we're the best, but goddamn, we try. Enjoy the show. This is uh this was again this was recorded back in December of 2020, and we're just now releasing it again. I'm I'm personally going to school this week. Uh, I've had a lot change in my life. Uh, but it's for the good. Change is good. So, yeah. Uh, again, if you want to hit us up anywhere, it's at ATX Metal Podcast, all one word. We're on all the socials except for Snapchat and uh, TikTok. But I think if uh, our man Josh has anything to say about that, that we'll probably be on TikTok soon enough. So, anyway, uh, sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Foreman's in the house of Dead Mouth. If you haven't heard, you need to hear because they got some heaters dropping. But Dead Mouth and the people that make up Dead Mouth have always been dropping heaters as long as they've been around. But today we're going to talk to Matt Foreman, our buddy, our pal, one of our closest supporters, one of our dudes that's just DTF. That's a down to f if you uh, know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, we've been with him since taking on Poseidon just to date us. Um, 
Morningside and all that. And now we're doing Dead Mouth. So, Matt, how have you been, my man? Uh, you've been on my hit list for a long time. Right on. Yeah, I've uh, I've been doing pretty good, man. Uh, ups and downs, uh, but the ups have been pretty pretty solid. And uh, a lot of the ups in the past year or so have fell into the music area. So that's been kind of uh, becoming a product. So, yeah, I've been, been pretty good, I guess, so to speak. And where we're at right now, uh, this is... This is behind-the-scenes footage that no one else will see except Instagram. Exactly. We are in his downstairs under the garage jam space. It is insane. There's like an on-the-mic kind of on-air thing. There's an on-air sign outside. It's like a community jam space, like a like a create. What do you call it? A creative creative space, dude. It is. Everyone should do this. I'm gonna try and get a hold of the owner. But anyway, yeah. back to the music. So you've been around the scene for a hot minute. Let's get to know Matt Foreman, the guy. Ooh. and how he got into doing music. And then we'll just kind of touch on a few things, but then we'll ultimately land on where we're at now with Dead Mouth. Definitely. Yeah, I kind of grew up in a small town as far as like the first part of my life and whatnot. And uh, it just never really seemed to be my vibe and such. And it led me to kind of... kind of Bitch don't kill my vibe. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and it led me to moving to a city nearby and then from that city it was kind of cool and then i came from there which was waco and then i came to austin and just found like a really cool uh energy with like how music makes you feel when you're doing it live and putting it together and yeah sure knowing that that's something that you did and especially if it's good at all uh people respond to it and it's just obviously it's an irreplaceable feeling but uh that's definitely the high that i'm gonna try and chase i well i can tell you i've been a fan for a long time and like i said we we've we've been we've been knowing each other for a hot minute. We're on mm, year six, year five, somewhere mm, in that ballpark. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, I and Chris, Chris and I first met uh, Matt at a Taking on Poseidon um, show at Dirty Dog, I believe. Minds and Machines was there. Wow. Yeah. Um, an Army at Dawn. I could be mistaken, but all of these names are just synonymous with that era, like Man, Casket yeah. of Cassandra, Villamora. You know, stuff like that. But Matt, you've got a set of pipes on you, my dude. <laughs> like, you can really lay it out there. And I will say that that's what drew me to not just taking on Poseidon, but just your musical talent. So how do you fit in with, like, because I know this might sound like a little, like, off-the-cuff rude, but it's like, you've been around a little bit. You've been around the game. You've been doing some things with various artists, and now you've kind of landed back into some normalcy with uh, Jose Nico and uh, what's the fourth man? Uh, his name's Austin Mathern. He's our new drummer. Hey, man. see there He's we go. A new guy. He's okay. cool. But yeah, like you, like how have you made it this long, my man? How have you survived? Because I've seen you go through some ups and downs, and I'm glad that you. I'm glad that we're here. I'm glad that we've been able to share some yeah. of those ups and downs. It's kind of simple, I guess, in retrospect, but I basically I just don't quit. Um, I don't give up. I feel like there's so many good projects or good ideas that don't make it solely on them quitting too soon and or being underrated or coming in at the wrong time, whatever far-fetched reason it is for your you know, music or project not going so far. Like people just kind of give up after it gets hard. And I, I can I can tell you like you've never stopped. Like anytime you put some music out, you're like, hey, check this out. Listen to this. Hear this. Check this. Like it, it is just a nonstop barrage. Now you did take a little pause there for a little bit, yeah. which everybody, I think everybody does need a pause. You know, definitely everyone needs a break because if you grind nine, you know, nine to seven every day for six days a week with no rest, 
but that's what it seems like you guys do. I mean, that's, that's the hustle of the Austin musician and, you know, bands and people that are still around. It just goes to show that if you don't give up, if you keep pushing, you'll get, you know, you'll get somewhere. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it, it just all, I guess, matters with like how you handle that, that particular journey and stuff like that. You know, I was kind of a knucklehead in my earlier days. And so it's made it kind of a, a longer beginning part of the journey, but um, it was for my own good because now the product of that is uh, <laughs> just some really sweet music, uh, to be honest. And uh, I really think there's a level enough head on the project that uh, the music will get put in the right spots. And I hope people at least get to hear it. And I really hope they like it. But uh, I think the, it'll be pretty cool. So hopefully not giving up will pay off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still here. We haven't given up on you. Definitely. So as long as you got two fans, you're good, right? Hell yeah. So speaking of dead mouth, there are a lot, there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. Walk us through the origin story of dead mouth. Basically like a get to know you, like, you know, I know that the current lineup is not the original minus yourself. Right. And so you've had band, you've had people come and go, which is, I mean, that's just bands or businesses. The way I look at it, you know, if it's not working out, you cut cords, you move on, you do this, you do that. And then you magically come back to, you know, you arrive at something sometime, but now that we got dead mouth, version what three four five six point oh <laughs> and i don't mean that in the real, way. just uh, just call it the real dead mouth the real dead mouth no, that, yeah. we'll, we'll go there because yeah. i mean if you don't know he's got jose escudero on base who just slaps and then he's got nico who is on guitar who just riffs and tell us about the new guy austin yeah, um, man, apparently this is his first uh, official metal band he's ever been a part of. And, uh, that's, you know, that's not the first time I've heard that with new drummers and stuff, but uh, knowing that, it's really cool seeing him uh, pick up the music and really getting a feel for it. And some uh, new music that we're uh, finishing up, uh, he's like joined the band in time basically to kind of put his own vibe on some of the drum oh, parts and stuff. And it's it's just really cool seeing somebody interested in a project and working on it because it's work now know? did he so, seek you out or you or did you have an ad out man straight up dude we reached out to him you know it's it's musicians are a dime a dozen in austin um but at the same time that's why you can always find somebody and that's also why you can never find somebody i mean we were Ooh, just man, put that know, on a shirt or a bumper sticker yeah that's good um you know the type of music we were trying to write we just needed somebody with the vibe and and somebody that can just put in that extra effort to actually make a band, you know, into something. Because, you know, I'm not, like, super-duper young anymore, so it's not really cute to just be in a band. So I'm definitely trying to like, take it I'm getting old. As, I'm trying yeah, to make records. I'm trying to take it as serious as I can, um, which is why we're trying to do the sound that we're trying to do. So so what are – what are um, so, yeah, sorry. I kind of got ahead of myself on that one. Um, so that's that's who makes the lineup for the band. Uh, how long has Dead Mouth been around? It's since it's since its origin story, you don't have to give me like a specific date. Yeah, for sure. Um, like Dead Mouth started with we you. We put out. Yeah, it was just me, like literally by myself, trying to pay somebody um, to write music for me with me, kind of thing. Sure. You know, I just wanted something to start with, and I was really just going to try and build from ground zero. You know, I had finally caught on to myself being a knucklehead, and and was really going through like a maturing process. Um, but the music never left, and so when I got through to the other side of that beginning part of that little journey. Um, that project just kind of turned into dead mouth. Uh, we put out our first single like a year ago, almost exactly. 
this past month. Um, and we were a band like a little bit before that. So I would say almost two years actually. Oh, so relatively young. Yeah, relatively young, but uh, kind of old for us who had not been as active, um, even with COVID and stuff like that. That obviously put a blanket on everything like everybody else. But uh, yeah, almost two years we've been together, um, but we finally officially kind of found our little groove and are, we're going to start cranking that out and um, here in the next few weeks. Never played a show. Uh, no, we played a handful. We've actually, okay. we've actually been doing our best to like play cool shows and make them fun and stuff. We did a run with uh, the last 10 seconds of life mm -hmm. um, um, from Arizona to Texas. Um, we did a couple of dates with Kane Hill. Okay. Um, I really, fits. yeah, I really like their music and stuff like that. Um, that old show in our, in our upcoming music, but, uh, um, yeah, we did a run with them and then we had like a hometown show and then that's right about when, uh, COVID kicked in. Yeah. Because dead mouth was supposed to be on the March 19th, uh, unofficial official South by showcase. That's come and take it. That was going to be a fucking rage box. Yeah, dude, that was going to be the sickest show, the coolest party, the best bro it was, time. It, it was, was going to be everything about everything. And like, there's probably even going to be food and stuff. Like that was just going to be the day of all days. And we were, I just felt that vibe coming. And then COVID sacked me like a fucking quarterback. By like one. four days, four yeah. days. We're like, and that was like, another thing is we almost got to sneak almost. in um, before they did the lockdown. So it, it sucked, man. And it made our music bumpy. Um, but we just kept driving and our, our upcoming music is just really weird. And it's like all of our like depression about COVID basically <laughs> cranked into some, some sounds, man. It's going to be like really cool to see for sure. So how, okay. So speaking of COVID, um, how I know that like, you know, every, everybody knows that the music industry took a goddamn Tanya Harding to the leg. You know what I mean? Just kneecapped us. Cause you know, I, I had streamed the locals only showcase on like March 12th. I want to say somewhere in that ballpark. Right. That was the last show that was, that went off at come and take it. And that, and, uh, the unofficial showcase was slated for the following weekend. So mm -hmm. like I was literally doing the locals only showcase as like a prepping for cameras and mic checks and all that so that we could live stream, you know, that as well. Cause I saw the writing on the wall. Plus, you know, come and take it's our sponsor. Shout out, come and take it. Um, so we're definitely going to be all up in there providing a live streaming service for those that don't want to, uh, attend on the early and even, even after everything's all said and done with, and you know, shows are going off, we'll still be there live streaming. But how did you guys do during the, during the lockdown as far as like, well, not even just the lockdown, just, we'll just say from like March when the show went to shit to now, like how, what's dead mouth been up to? Um, straight up, just lots of writing and like the official rebrand because of the new members and basically just becoming a new band, like every little aspect you can try and work on. We spent a lot of time doing that. We cranked out some music, which was cool. Um, and it was all organic sounding and stuff. Um, you know, and then we talked about like what direction we wanted to take and stuff like that. Um, and then cranked out some more music, talked about some other things, but yeah. So it was basically like the, the rebranding of the new project. Um, with the, you know, mostly new music and stuff like that. And as you've seen on our social media, currently we started, um, rolling out like who we are, you know, and our, our image, like if you, click if you here, say. find out more. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like our, our, our image and what we're going for per se, and what we want you to feel visually while you're looking at our music and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to start cranking out some music here super duper soon. 
um, and show you what we've been doing all through COVID. Well, for those listening, if you haven't heard Deadmouth's new stuff, I would assume by the time this comes out in a week or so that maybe some new music or some will be floating around the internet somewhere. So, yeah, by the time you hear this podcast, I guess, yeah, I can tell you. About a week or two we out? We will be... So basically, we're gonna drop two songs at once. Okay, a and twofer. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of flubbed on a on a recent release, just to be honest. And uh, between COVID and and how things are going with streaming and and trying to build your online presence, um, we're gonna drop two songs. One of them super duper short, um, kind of like a you know intro. We like get get pumped like a minute, type of like vibe. a minute thirty. Yeah, I think it's a minute thirty seven exactly. And then the other ones as as a full song and such. Um, so we're gonna drop two songs, and we're gonna have the official date probably around when this podcast comes out. Okay. Okay. So for those listening, uh, just to kind of give them like a, for fans of, or the influences of like, uh, right. Where does, where does dead mouth draw their sound? Man. So for the first time ever, I'm happy to say like, it is pretty broad, but, um, I do also make it a point to keep it along the lines of like Emir and Kane Hill, Kubla Khan Mm -hmm. type of type of stuff. More, more riffing and and heavy we call it i'm trying to trying to call it new core you know kind of like a new metal hardcore cross and we want it to be catchy and tough and sound like it's close to our like you got the tough guy you got the breakdowns you got the riff you got the chugs you got the pay attention yeah you know so we're trying to do Do you have the arse arf (laughs) yeah actually we (laughs) do and we got the gurgles and the 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 creepy voices and all the theatrical stuff um we're really trying to give you a little bit of uh everything and the music we you know we want you to see it and hear it and feel it oh i gotta say man like i know from going to the concerts that I've been to where you've been on stage and not only when you've been on stage, even when you're off stage, right? Like you're around, you know, you're, you're high five and you're what's up and you're, you know, doing, yeah. you know, saying, Hey, but then here comes band a, and it's like, where'd Matt go? You're up front just screaming at the vocalist or, you know, ch- you know, yelling at the guitars. Then yeah. it's like <laughs> yelling at the guitars. Yeah. Then it's like, Oh look, Matt's on stage. And then it's just a reversal. And it's like, like you have so much energy, you know, coming off stage when you're on stage you're just like this this blast of like get the fuck ready okay and then you're off stage you're just like hey man what's up man like how how you doing bro (laughs) how so so that dynamic of on stage off stage guy like right what's that i always ask um it's kind of like when people i've had people mention that before it's basically like a a venting process you know people are all like you know put my energy and my emotions into it that's kind of what that is um i also straight up do like you know, some theatrics and stuff. Like I said, you know, like if I'm watching you live as much as I'm listening to you, you're probably assuming your music's good. You're, I'm, you're probably doing a really good job. And yeah. like I spend a lot of time studying music and everybody likes their own taste in music. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, it's just more or less like the two different dynamics, like you said, but just on purpose, you know, like that's, that's me venting. That's me putting not necessarily who I truly am. Cause I don't like, you know, yelling all the time and such like yeah. that. But, uh, <laughs> but like it, it makes me feel okay with who I am like in my everyday life and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like, so you just wear, you, you wear it on your sleeve. Out, yeah. Venting stuff. Like, this yeah. is me. That's me on stage. Yeah. This, this is me, but like, this is energetic me. And, yeah. and this is uh, me showing you everything that I'm feeling for, you know, X amount of weeks of depression or, or this is me showing you what I felt like 
when I was writing this song or, or the feeling I got from writing this song and stuff like that. There's actually a lot of a lot of feeling in the in the music, and I think we're finally doing a good job of conveying that through said music. Sure, so. sure. Well, speaking of new music, the new song. Not not the not the intro one, but the other new one. Yeah. Does that one have a name? Yeah, that one's called The Middle. Ooh. Um, it's uh I can't remember exactly how long that is. I made a certain post where it showed it, made it look like it was on the back of a CD. It was cool. But uh <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's called The Middle. Um basically it's all about like some emotion and how I'm feeling about my general life and stuff like that. And and it's basically a message about, you know, people say it's okay to show your feelings unless it's anger, then you're supposed to shut up because then that makes you a bad guy otherwise. And I think that's kind of unfair, you know, to a, to a human being. But at the same time, I go a little overboard with it, even if it's not entirely my fault from, you know, whatever that may be. Sure. Um, so I think there needs to be a balance. Like, you know, you need to be able to show your anger, but you need to know when to, you know, hold yourself or, or, you know, whatever your decision may be. But uh, yeah, so it's called the middle and, and there's a line that says, uh, I'm feeling too much. I'm feeling too little. I need some balance. I need the middle. So oh, just, okay. Yeah. Look so it's just kind of like finding a balance and 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 letting something out and and dealing with it a different way, basically. Cool. And how it sometimes that feeling is too much, and you kind of want to act drastically because of it. So. Oh, I'm I I'm pretty sure those listening can attest to like having those days where you're yeah. just like. Oh God, I need to find the middle because this shit is wild. Yeah, definitely. And we also kind of make that one uh, kind of theatrical too, as far as like listening to it. So it's kind of like a, a bouncy, like pay attention vibe. And and that one, that song particularly like fell together really easily. Um, yeah. So how, how, how did it come to be? Um, that one literally was one of the random days where Nico, the guitar player, just sent it to me out of the blue at first. And I was like, oh, that particular riff is cool. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll send you more in a couple of days. And like I said, this one particularly fell together pretty easily. And he sent me like a cool instrumental. And uh, I listened to it once and then had to go to work or whatever it was. And the song was stuck in my head later that day. And I started hearing lyrics in my head like I do when I start writing. And it kind of matched the song. And I went home and wrote it. And again, it fell together. And we just tracked it, and it kind of just like was good right off the bat. You're like, so, oh, look, we've done it. We've yeah, made that, it. <laughs> it was cool. Like that one just like rolled off the tongue. It was literally kind of just like, this is either good or it's not. So let's <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's see what's up. So it's just kind of like a little. Let's just run with little, it. It's a little ch little chuggy boy. So little bobber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about live stream before we started this, right. and you had you had kind of said something that like I had never thought of it from that standpoint but whenever we get back to going to shows and we're you know we got the pits and the bars are full right. and everybody's got their vaccine just you know circa 2019 whenever we're hanging out doing fun things right where live streaming wasn't really a thing I mean I know that we live streamed a couple times from come and take it and dirty um, and we're going to be there from here on out is just a kind of like a service you know not a necessity more of just like hey we're doing it for those just you know so we can continue our our end of the bargain of making sure that we can live stream but yeah. you were saying that you don't think that should be like it right right it and it. that's a good way to to emphasize it because obviously people take things at surface value and yeah. don't listen to the rest um but yeah i essentially think that live streaming is amazing because you're able to connect with your fans whenever let alone in the time of a pandemic 
but I just fear that being the way that shows are just done in general. I think stuff like that should be for special occasions and for theatrical effects. I don't think that the organic feeling of going to shows will ever go away unless oh, we no. let it, unless we let it die. Yeah. Um and do I think that would happen that drastically? Uh not quite, but uh I also don't want live streaming to make touring lazy. That's, you know, that I was cuz I was trying to basically more or less figure out a happy medium of live streaming to where it doesn't get so just ugh, another live stream. You know what I mean? Well, that's why it should be those special occasions. Like, uh, architects is an amazing band. Oh yeah. And, uh, they recently did one and it was just theatrical and nice. And it was everything that made architects cool visually. Cause I think their music's cool. Um, you know, oh, very you, much so. You like it or you don't, though. It's yeah. not, I'm not always always here to debate on on good or bad. But, uh, um, you know, that was a special occasion. Um, they're putting out new music. You know, obviously, that's going to help promote their two new singles they put out, which are both really mm -hmm. cool. Um, you know, so that's cool. But why do you have to play this live stream instead of this show just because it's easier? Like, of course, it's going to be harder to play a live show. If it were easy, everybody would do it. Of course. So like I think I think so basically what you're saying is kind of boil it down to almost like a like a MTV awards like the once a year kind of thing where it's grand and theatric and the, like a live stream is warranted because to get into you know those type of shows you got to pay buku cash so catching it on the TV is just a no brainer so we do it here live like like you said I think that's a good idea like devastation fest Rev Fest, Independence Fest. Yeah, yeah, do those things. Those. And, and there's this one YouTube channel. They're, I think it's called Caliber TV or something like that. Okay. They're like the best live recordings ever. I mean, so yeah, like hook hook that quality up to those special events. But if you make it special events, then it'll be like worthwhile. And people will still have to tour in between and earn those special events. Instead of just know? staying at home in your hometown, live streaming a show to everyone. Right. That cuts out the getting on the road and going to do a live show for everyone. Right. And ah, it, okay. I gotcha. And, but if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. If that's literally just how you work out as a band, then that's cool. But overall, I just think there's something about organic music and interaction. That's always going to make music sound a little extra better. Oh yeah. You cannot, you will never be able to compete against stacked towers left and right, massive light show and you the know, literal physical feeling just that. <laughs> <laughs> just it just vibrates you're just like yeah <laughs> sound effects all right but no that's i can't wait i like i am you know fortunately i get to go up to the noise factory to do uh some fun stuff and you're y'all doing some things up there right yeah man that's actually that's actually cool to bring up just because i would it'd be cool to show him love in general but yeah. uh, eric meyer the owner um Jose, our bass player, works there for for his job, yeah. um, which is obviously really neat. Um, but Eric Meyer, the owner, was wicked, motherfucking gracious enough. Excuse me, uh, gracious enough to just lend us his resources, mm -hmm. and we just showed up one day. Oh, we actually got a little time to go shoot some promo photos there. Yeah, which turned out cool by uh, CC Hood. Um, CC, yeah, an amazing photographer has she has amazing work. Um, but we like. Took some photos there, and then we were just like, man, such a vibe here. I really want to write a song, et cetera. And he was just like, yeah, you know, just come hang out, basically. And, um, yeah, he, like, lent us our resource, uh, his resources and and basically just kind of, like, let us work there and track some vocals. And we just kind of started producing some music there, and it's just been, like, really awesome and the vibes there. And 
I don't think the last little bit of edge that we've been getting out of Deadmouth would be there if it weren't for uh, Eric and the Noise Factory. It's a solid space. It's a solid space. It's very professional. Um, it's well kept. It's respectable. Um, definitely a place to uh, track music if you can. Oh yeah, that's and and uh, that's the that's the end goal. Um, but uh, but no, I'm I'm excited to see what comes out of there uh, if you guys choose to go back there. I know like these days DIY is basically where it's at and everybody you know for the most part has been in the, the the music business for a while to fit you know ship this over to homeboy who does the audio for this guy and he'll get it back to you and so on and so forth um so how do you guys how does dead mouth do all of their creativeness as a band because i mean we're not like in obviously we're sitting here today we're not like in full lockdown mode but still over the time of the past what eight months nine right. months so i can't say it was mostly me and nico for uh, most of the year. Yeah. Um, and we were both cautious about where we went and stuff. Um, if we went anywhere at all, actually. Um, but it got to a point where, you know, the music was flowing and we just, you know, took that chance and that trust um, to write some music. But yeah, it was basically us writing. And then we kind of extended that safety to Jose when he joined, which was at a slightly later time. And then in turn, Austin, um, who's picking up the music really well. Um, but yeah, we kind of just like know what we generally go for because i i kind of take the lead on direction mm -hmm. but nico has done an amazing job at putting in the meat um and just really filling out the sounds um and kind of bouncing back and forth and me on shaping it into something worth listening to um and then jose has actually already um got to put enough input in where i can tell that he's sprinkling really cool stuff um into the music um and then doing a really good job so it starts with an idea um, it gets filled up and then it gets sprinkled basically. Um, little, yeah. Little and, uh, mm -hmm. and it usually becomes a song and I do my best to write vocal patterns that I think are catchy right off the bat and do as best I can and track it once and then take it and, you know, shape it and alter it a little bit and go track it a second time. Now, are you like super tough on yourself? Yeah, I'm a little too tough because some things are just good and I try and make them complicated when I don't need to. Um, but I'm actually so happy with what I have been learning musically this past year that I'm taking the punches and almost enjoying them. It's been pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I try and lay it down and make it as good as I can and then we send it off and get it mixed. So Who does who does the, uh, the mixing? So the three tracks that we have coming up off this uh, EP, this little mixtape that we're doing, um, Corey Brenneman. Cold um, burger buns. Yeah, he uh, he tracked the. He probably hates that. Yeah, he um, <laughs> he tracked the vocals and uh, mixed and mastered those songs. Um, and then artistically, we're probably going to try out some other folks. Okay. Um, yeah, there's not too many people that we think do a bad job. Everybody's kind of getting really creative lately. Um, we might go with a couple of different ones and see how it goes. But uh, we're starting to outsource as much as we can and build a really strong team. Speaking of speaking of uh, artwork, you uh perform artwork on a daily huh yeah i'm trying to man um, I'm, I'm trying to keep up and be as creative as i can um especially letting it fall into my income so i do my best um you know it gets tough working a day job and trying to balance it all for those listening i was he's he's a tattoo artist Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> i keep thinking i'm like wait what does he do with artwork is he an art teacher is he <laughs> man that would be awesome right but uh yeah i, I uh, do tattoos at austin dermographics and uh for my and then for my day job, I do work at uh, this spot called Cherrywood. It's pretty cool food and such. But um, and then I try and paint and do bigger like uh, Prismacolor, you know, colored in okay. paintings and drawings that I've been doing. Yeah, because so. I know every now and again I'll see you on social media. You'd be like, 
drew this up. Who wants this at three o'clock today? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah. So it's like, basically it's hand drawn and it's already ready to go. And I'm trying to do it cheap just cause I want to do it that bad. And like, I'm let's just, get it. I'm just trying to be in the point where I love the art for a while and you know, money will come later, but uh, I'm just trying to make, all of my sources of income. Interesting. <laughs> well, let's see. I recently quit my job uh, of eight years because my management just, they failed me. I know they, and they failed the rest of my, com my, my coworkers. Um, I even tried to come back to work by giving them an offer that would help out everybody, but they turned that one down. Like I turned my resignation in on November 3rd and the guy responsible for the, you know, my service manager has, to this day, has not said one word since I turned that resignation letter in. That's, that's a month and a half. This dude has not said anything. But yeah, I'm just, I'm happy that I left. But I'm in a world of uncertainty right now. Like, I don't actually have a job. I'm trying to go to school for the first time at the ripe age of 37. Nice. Never um, too late, man. Oh, never too late. Especially with the GI Bill, I definitely have a, a good backup plan. Right. So I got to do something within the next handful of months. Um, I'm door dashing. I'm Ubering. I'm only fans in I'm podcasting. <laughs> we call that hustling. We, we're hustling, man. We're hustling. And I, th and I think that what just goes to the core, like the core, one of the core values of who you are and other members that I've known as long as you y'all yeah. hustle. Like there is something built into your DNA that just says, keep fucking going. Right. Yeah. Basically, you know, when you know you got something, um, you know, you got to do something with it. You know, I've got all the factors that pop up just like every other human being. You know, I'm, you know, I got my depression and my anxiety and this and that. And sometimes I'm fucking let laziness get the best of me and oh, it all correlates guilty. and such. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's something that all four of us are definitely vibing on is like everybody hustles everybody knows there's something there that we want out of this music and and we've already got a slice of it and now we're ready for more of that pie and and just everybody kind of feels like, like there's a little extra oomph in this project and every little track we've been writing lately has just like this extra little bit and um so yeah there's definitely yeah there's definitely going to be that that extra bit i, I think dead mouth is going to be on the tips of tongues here shortly like I hope so, man. Yeah, I'm trying to do personally, you know, as, as a, a vocalist and, and a, a lyric writer and a, a you know whatever. Um, I'm trying to like be catchy while still being super duper heavy and like be super duper heavy while it's sounding mature. You know, you can be an adult and and still write heavy music, and it can all be heavy and still be catchy. And, yeah. And because we're so confident and wanting to do that. We're also kind of poking at some other weird songs, like that are just like extra weird. And I've even had to like put on the back burner and straight up say, I gotta go be a better vocalist. And then we're gonna come <laughs> back because this song's cool. Um, you know, and, th and that's already starting to happen. And I think that's an amazing feeling. Um, I've always liked my music, obviously. You know, I wouldn't play it if I didn't like it. Right. But damn, I'm loving this new shit, man. It's 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 definitely me, currently at least. Um, and where it's going to be in a year is fucking nuts. And I like the vibe and it's just really weird, man. Cause I feel a lot of cliches that other bands say about can't wait for this new stuff or like, I'm wait, so excited. Wait, wait for what's ever next. Yeah. yeah. Best stuff I've ever written. <laughs> and like, I always feel that way. And I guess you're supposed to, but man, this time, like I just never felt more juiced about like cranking it out. Like I've heard these songs for over a year now and they're not even out yet. And I'm still not tired of them. That's, I think that's good that, that it's, it's not 
it hasn't worn on you. You know, yeah. like you've got, there's probably still some things in the background where you're like, okay, maybe we can tweak one more thing. And that's called art. I think. Yeah. yeah. Because like they're catchy, which, and like I said, that, that song, the middle that fell together pretty easily, like it's catchy. And I know it is because again, it's, it's my own music and I'm still enjoying hearing it later and yeah. stuff like that. And, and there's other types of catchy that I want to do too, but that's why music is forever. Like we never have to stop and we're not playing one song forever. So it's like, we're going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, so like I, I want them to be as, as weird as I want it to be, but as pulled in as I want it to be and, and as hectic as I want it to be, but as organized as I want it to be and yeah. stuff like that. So the balance, just the, like, just the like, middle. just like the song, <laughs> man. Yeah. So I'm trying to find balance and everything. Well, that's cool, man. I, I, again, I think, the effort that you and the, and you personally, but you and everyone that you've worked with, like, and this isn't because we're homies and this isn't because like, I've just been around so long. Like right. I haven't heard you and a bad song. Like, <laughs> well, I, well, I does that make sense? It. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I definitely like appreciate I was, that. I was just jamming. Like I said, I was just, I was just jamming a uh, daydreamer from taking on Poseidon, your first band. Featuring All, John Ritter. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, you know, shout out to Skyler, you know, who's now in rain and, uh, Jay page who's in colorblind and man, colorblind rocks, man. Dude. Yeah. Like R Richie, wherever he's at in the world these days, dude, Coda had, and man, notions. Yeah. Richie has a, has a beautiful baby now. And, uh, That's and, what he did just have a baby. And, and Coda is in notions. Yeah. They're, they're putting out some really cool, like rap. Metal so, I mean, it's stuff. just like, it's like, those were like, those are my guys, but that era. And then, you know, Morningside and, you know, I think you've even featured on a, a couple tracks here and there for people. Is that right? Yeah. I've done like some live stuff, man. I, there's just always something fun. Oh, with vocals fuck. And stuff Who like did that. you jump on stage with that one time at come and take it? At, Damn. Oh, at the dirty dog or dirty dog. Oh, Covina. Was it when we did the bear tooth cover? It might've been that or one. Or was it modern day Kings? Because those are two favorites that I always spoke out. What me. about like to like Moss to Flames? Did you ever oh, grab the mic Empire? from him? Yeah. yeah. And like they were kind of like mad at me. But they were like, like, Matt, what are you doing? Which that reminds me of what you first opened up the uh, this interview with. Like, why why the fuck? You know, I'm always like up front for certain bands that I love. Like, what the fuck are we doing if we're yeah. not if we're not there to show passion? Like, we're not partying. If I, if I wanted to go there and lean against the wall and, and drink a glass of whiskey, I could just do that at home. I could live stream it. Like, you know, like I just, uh, I, I go to the show to let it all out. Even if I'm not on stage. Cause I've, I don't, I don't just go to shows that my band plays. I go to shows that I love and stuff and, oh, yeah. and, and things like that. So like, I go there to, to like, I go there to be something, man. Like, even if it's just for myself, so it's just like, I'm not going to go just, I don't go there to chill. I go there to hang out. Yeah. So. Which yeah. means grabbing microphones. <laughs> 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 Whatever, dude. I'm passionate. And it's re it's really fun. But that's so, good. That's good. I, I think I have them tattooed on my my knuckle, man. I think I think I'm all right. It's a solid ass band. I, I will never. Their new music is cool, dude. <laughs> like I I've always liked them, and I never super disliked anything they put out. But their last two releases kind of strayed from what I kind of really liked about them. Mm -hmm. And then this latest release they put out is fucking spicy. So oh, if, yeah. if you like like Miles of Flames. Basically, go listen to Metalcore 2020 because that's mm -hmm. what it is, and that's cool. So, the times are changing. Yeah. So, before we get out of here, where can we find all the Dead Mouth stuff, all the socials, all the ads? Man, so we have uh, our links on all of our social media, and we have uh, link trees and stuff like that, and uh, Big Cartel. Uh, you can go to our Facebook and you can go to our Instagram. Um, 
we got we got all the big ones uh yeah we have uh music coming out in january um we'll be announcing that next week um and then we're gonna put out some music videos and uh we'll have like a cool guest vocalist from australia um coming on to a cool track um so we're basically going to try and get a lot of attention and go me 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 for a while just come out the gate swinging um, yeah firecrackers so, yeah we're trying to do the music that we already love um but with a fresh vibe to it so hopefully everybody likes it well cool man i uh i appreciate it and again this was matt matt foreman of dead mouth it's d-e-a-d-m-o-u-t-h sounds like dead mouth <laughs> mouth <laughs> yeah man, we're the sound of the new heavy uh but i thank you man thank you very much dude awesome. thanks bud